Welcome back into the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thanks for returning and lending me your ears for a short period of time. This is going to be a little bit different of an episode. This is the time in our schedule where I give a brief little soliloquy that's about 10-15 minutes and this will be that but this opening part I just kind of want to just chat with you and give you some overall updates on the podcast and where we're going in the future and I think a lot of that's been indicative of where we have been. I, I think when I forecast out what I want to go and what I want to see um, with guests and content it's been based on the feedback that you've given me through our YouTube channel, uh, Facebook, um, when I post things on that social media platform, and you know, dealing with all the other metrics with iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, Google um, Podcasts, I mean, you name it, whatever platform you can find podcasts on, that's where we're at. And I've just been very grateful for, for SoundCloud, who's hosted this um, for, for this first part, and I'm very, very grateful for all the support we've, we've received up until this point, and hopefully in the future. You know, th- this is something that I wanted to do for such a long time, and I'm so glad that it's been worth it for a lot of people because is any aspiring podcaster, you want to gain a huge audience, but what is, what is that? It's very relative, and my goal is to continue to have spiritual conversations. And where I see this going is not just in a, an evolving door of potential returning and reoccurring guests, but also different topics and, and stuff that I always want to frame in a spiritual mindset. I mean, I'm a pastor. I, I see the spirituality in, in almost every decision we make or um, conversation that we can have. And, and for me, that's something I still want to explore, but I want to be able to take us on a journey of exposing us to a lot of different worldviews, religions, political uh, you know, views that might not align with yours. And that's okay with me because I know what, what I believe and I want to be careful on how I frame that because I don't want to prop up another side just so I can disagree with them. Absolutely not because empathy is a thing. Jesus himself intermingled with everybody and who wouldn't want to have heard a podcast episode with him and the Pharisees or him with the woman at the well or those, uh, those people, the tax collectors that he was sitting with. I mean, I would love to hear those conversations and, that, and that's kind of what I want to do too. And so I want to have guests on that disagree with me who take a different stance. I don't want just those people that, that come on that I agree with and it's in a great time for me because that might, in a way, be a little circular. It would come, become very much a, a small little bubble, and I don't want that. I want us to be challenged, not because I want to expose people to, to things that um, I don't think are correct. It's very important to be able to hear a different point of view, potentially grow, and most importantly, be able to empathize and love people through disagreement. And I want this show to be a a model of that because there may have been things that have been said, including by me, of course, uh, first and foremost, that that might be very naive, very immature, but you've um, really granted a lot of mercy to me in a lot of this. You've given me very great feedback, and I want to be able to do that with guests too. So if you have any sort of, I don't know, updates, um, any sort of requests, constructive criticism, please feel free to email us at wsnspodcast at gmail.com. Please feel free to do that because that's what we need. This is a community. This is something that we do together. And I think we are just as strong together as we are 
at our own individual face, if not stronger, obviously. So thank you, uh, everyone, for bearing with this little update. Uh, please be praying just for the future guests, the future topics, um, because I, I do want to take this seriously. I don't just throw this together um, you know, without having some sort of idea of where I want to go. And sometimes these kind of, not improv moments, just kind of speaking from the heart, I know people respond well uh, to that because, listen, there's no polish here on this episode today. It's just me talking. And you know, it's something that you know, as, as I get closer to the end of this year and a goal that I have in mind, I, I kind of got together this massive list at the end of 2020 of what I want to write about in my first book and become self-published is, um, you know, I want to have it as the working title of this podcast, We Shall Not Sleep, and that will touch upon some of the similar themes that you have heard so far in these in these first handful of episodes. But I also want to go a little bit deeper than when I kind of maybe on a podcast on some other topics that haven't even been discussed yet. But if you could be praying for that, I think you all will enjoy uh, that particular uh, material that I think God's placed upon my heart. We can discover together. My goal is to keep it very short, very approachable for, for anyone, because it doesn't, the more words, I mean, who am I? You don't want to listen to me. Uh, the more words, the and the more, you know, the more I talk on here, the more of a chance uh, that it is going to be me. It's going to be me instead of God. It's going to be me compensating or using too lofty words or trying to over-explain. And I, I find that as, as of recently, the more words I use, it, it becomes more about me, potentially just hearing myself talk, which is kind of ironic considering this platform that I'm speaking to you on. But anyway, um, you know, I, I want to say that by the time you're listening to this, I'll be on vacation. I much needed vacation for myself. I'm going to be traveling with family and then also um, spending some time with my father for Father's Day weekend. So thank you uh, for those those people in my life who have given me the ability to be on vacation. So this is kind of a pre-update. This is being pre-recorded. So I I want to say that uh, as as I'll just be discussing uh, at church this past week, uh, talking about spiritual gifts uh, is going to be the theme um, for this eventual uh, Sunday morning that I'll be um, speaking. I just want to encourage the people, you know, as a, this is a horrible segue, by the way, um, but those people who read First Corinthians twelve, for example, and they look at all those those gifts, those spiritual gifts, I just want to just encourage the people, the lady, and the con- the congregants, the regular church going folks, that you have gifts, you have gifts given to you by God, and I would just say, us as the leaders in the church, we don't do a good enough job at codifying those, encouraging those, because some of those gifts we might not have, and that might become a, a point of shame that might be a point of envy for us. It's like, well, I wish I could have the gift of prophecy or gift of healing or gift of, oh, you name it, that's in there in 1 Corinthians 12. And even though we might have wisdom and discernment, but we don't have something somebody else has, it becomes about us. It becomes very selfish. I'm not speaking for all pastors here. I've just seen the the longing in people's eyes to, to wish that I had the same as somebody else, which is very natural. The comparison game is such a easy thing to fall prey to. It's one of Satan's best weapons because it's an easy way for him to say, see, you're not like that person. You don't have those gifts. Only if you were like that, then you'd be accepted or then you'd be better. You would attain some sort of self-worth or meaning in your life. And that is a very difficult you know, cycle to break and, and get out of your headspace. So for me, the one of the things that, you know, as a pastor that 
I'll be preaching on and I want to be able to encourage is that you know when you have people in your congregation um, who are empowered by the Holy Spirit, you cannot quench that. That's it's sinful to say, wow, that person's full of the Holy Spirit. Well, they're threatening me, so I got to really kind of put them in their place. That's a power move. That's all about the self. It has nothing to do with God. And that's something that ultimately it comes back to. The spiritual gifts are given to us by God for use for the glory of God. We can misuse those gifts. That's the scary part. And God's gracious enough to forgive us of those sins. And he's also gracious enough to work through those weaknesses and those failings to reach the lost. That's that's something that's well beyond our own comprehension, right? So when I look at 1 Corinthians 11, 12, 13, and of course 13 being the culmination of everything, that if you have all these things but don't have love, and that's a much broader topic, right? What What is love? What's the purpose of love? What do we do with love? Well, if we don't have it, then we're nothing. And that kind of puts us all back in our place. The fact that we are part, we are part of one body, there are multiple parts that make up the body. What good is the foot if it's just off by itself? The foot is useful if it's connected to the larger portion. What good is the hand if it's cut off and just thrown away? It's nothing. But if it's connected to the body, it has tremendous value. And and our multi Protestant denominationalism that we find ourselves here in America, it's it's somewhat interesting to see the denominations that are out there that are reflective of different cultures, different languages, uh, different time periods, traditions, what have you. There are often more prominent gifts that get the m- most emphasis. And when you look at, at those, it's like, I'm, I'm always curious if Instead of all those different churches being separate, what if we were all together? Now, I'm not saying we're always going to agree, but for a denomination that has enough faith, just I'm completely unashamed, and I know that from the power of the Holy Spirit, I have this gift, and I go and use it. Like, that's amazing. Uh, could we potentially do it together? Are the denominations themselves metaphors for the different parts of the body acting separately? I'm not sure. I'm not a not a New Testament scholar. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not fluent in Greek, so really deep, deep digging down deep into that. There were different churches back then. Of course, would they call themselves different denominations? Not necessarily, but that this is obviously well before the Protestant Reformation. We're talking 1,500 years prior to that. So the churches didn't really have a whole lot of time to deviate from the apostolic tradition and, and teachings of Jesus and, and the apostles. But when you piece what we have together in Protestant America, you look at these different denominations, I just wonder if we're just missing the the piece of the puzzle. We're not seeing that, that comparison of spiritual gifts, one body, denominations, one body. I see a parallel there. And I don't know if you're a pastor out there looking at this. Like, I'm, I'm just curious: are, are we, are we separating ourselves? Are we trying to prop ourselves individually up and our denomination up? Is it more about God or is it more about the man-made systems? And when I talk to my congregation, we have a discussion. That's what I like to call them on Sunday mornings. We're going to discover the purposes of spiritual gifts. It's always pointing back to the Father. And when we, when we can recognize other people for having different gifts who maybe don't go to our church, we can encourage them because they're on the same journey as us. So again, it kind of comes back to this 
age-old question I've been asking my church and I've asked on here multiple times, and that is who is at the center? Who is at the center of your life? We can do things in the name of God and still do selfish things. What a surprise, right? My question for you and for me is the gifts we've been given by God, are we using them for the glory of God and only for the glory of God? Think on that this week. And if you have a chance to go on vacation this summer, I pray that yours will be just as nice as hopefully mine is at the moment, full of relaxation, spending some time with God, praying, maybe fasting in there, throw that in there, reading your Bible, and enjoying the seasons of life, the ebb and flows where you can gain some much-needed rest. Thank you, everyone. May God bless you, and may God keep you.